0: Hi there, and welcome to the fourth episode of Beyond the Payment, an Affinapay podcast in which we plan to take you beyond the payment. In this pod, we'll dive into the world of Affinapay's integrated partner ecosystem and get to know the people behind the tech companies. This podcast is brought to you by Affinapay, the parent company of leading payment provider brands, LawPay, CPA Charge, ClientPay, Affinapay for Associations, and DesignPay. From understanding features to knowing someone's favorite candy, our hope is that you get a taste of everything that happens beyond the payment. My name is Amanda Hike. Welcome to episode four, where I sit down and chat with Joyce Bradford from Cosmolex. This audio is pulled from a previously recorded webinar, but without further ado, here's the fourth episode of Beyond the Payment. Uh, Joyce, let's jump in and learn a little bit more about you, and then we'll talk more about uh, about Cosmolex. So usually I kind of start this section with a list of stats, but I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into something that you told me once um, about yourself that I just loved. Um, you have a new baby, baby Mark, and yep. you have a, f- a four-year-old Harper, a little girl. I do. And I think we even have some, some photos to share. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> babies. babies and so this is relevant to um, to what I was alluding to that you really have talked to me in the past about rather than considering yourself as juggling work and parenthood you really talk about how you integrate being a parent into everything that you do. Likewise, your work is pretty integrated into your parenting. So I'd love you. I think this is such a relevant topic for now that we're all integrated. Our lives, whether we wanted it that way or not, are pretty integrated today, work and home. So I'd love to hear more about kind of your philosophy there. Yeah.
1: Um, So my philosophy is that uh, you can never do it right. You you can't do anything right. Um, (laughs) That sounds so negative, but but here's the context around it. Um, As soon as you figure out exactly what your company needs, your team needs, your children needs, your partner needs, there's something in one of those categories that changes. Um, Either there's a shift in someone's job, a project either completed or started, or with a kid, they've learned a new skill set, or they're really struggling, like right now, not being able to play with their friends. So as soon as you have it right, suddenly you're wrong. Um, And so as long as you give yourself the grace and the space to say I'm trying and every day I'm really trying and uh, to operate from a place of kindness first, I think you're gonna be in a really good spot. Um, And I think that for me, that's what I try to model with my sales team here at Cosmolex and it's definitely what I try to model with my kids. Always kindness first and um, operating from this idea that uh, I can trust them until I can't <laughs> that's how it goes but every day is a new day uh, every day we've got an opportunity to do it all over again
0: I love it and I can see um, I can see that maybe your office doubles as uh, a nursery or a kiddo bedroom as well so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we hold on. I'm
1: going to, I'm going to share this with folks. So I don't know if you can see some of the decals on the wall over there. I've got some, and then uh, I've got a whole lot more on the other side of the room. We have a, a space theme in here. So rocket ships and planets and stars. Love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very right. cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. I think, um, I think that's really inspirational and who, who can argue with start with kindness, right? I think uh, that's a pretty good way to go through life as a parent and a professional. Um, Now, can you give us a brief intro of Cosmolex? We love to hear origin stories, like who founded it, a problem were they trying to solve, and kind of how have you ended up where you are today? Yeah,
1: great question. So uh, sort of what Cosmolex is, we are legal technology. We are a platform that allows law practices to manage their files, their matters, their clients, their contacts, all of the standard practice management pieces with legal-specific accounting built right in. That is what we do. Um, So how we got started, we actually began as a desktop program called EasyTrust, or Easy Time and Billing, excuse me, EasyTrust is a different program, Easy Time and Billing. Um, And it was founded by Rick Cabra, and Rick's a PhD, um, and he did an amazing job with this company, built it from the ground up, had absolutely no sales experience, had not built software for lawyers in the past, and just dug in, learned everything he possibly could. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Um, And Rick said that he was gonna forget everything anyone else was trying to do and figure out what lawyers really needed. And what lawyers needed more than anything was a way to keep track of their time and their invoices and to collect money from their clients in an easy way that was all um, uh, in compliance with the rules of professional conduct. And as a lawyer myself, I really appreciate that. Um, So many, many moons ago, Rick decided to take easy time and billing to a cloud-based platform and created Cosmolex on those same principles. And now we are a a fully mobile cloud-based platform built on billion-dollar servers with multi-million-dollar security teams, and our goal remains the same, to help lawyers do their jobs. Uh, Lawyers are not IT people. Lawyers are not accountants. And we should make it as easy as possible for lawyers to do lawyering and do it well.
0: Great. Um, I did not know that Rick was a PhD, but I'm not at all surprised to learn that. Um, Rick's brilliant. <laughs> uh, I agree um, and, and quite a treat to spend some yeah. time with as well. I always learn something in my, uh, in my visits with Rick. So um, is there a size or a specialty, a firm type that's uh, specifically a good fit or are you guys pretty broadly applicable? Let
1: me close that. Um, Yes, so uh, Cosmolex is really built for folks who don't have a large internal team to handle all of your backend and accounting and bookkeeping on the day-to-day basis um if you are like most lawyers who are in a smaller mid-sized firm you spend a consider about considerable amount of time every week or every month reconciling something in your firm um, whether you're going through and doing that full three-way reconciliation that all of our states now require um, or you are just making sure that all of your client communication is tracked or you're trying to track every single billable uh, activity you've done, you're reconciling something. And if you don't have someone in a billing department or an accounting department to do that for you, it can be a real challenge. So rather than size of firm, I like to say, who's on your staff? If you have someone that you can offload all of those things to, Cosmolex is gonna be a great fit and gonna help them do their job better. They're going to, we're gonna help you do your job better too but um, I'd say we are designed for people who could use an extra hand, who might not have uh, the desire or ability to hire someone else on staff right now, mm-hmm. um, and who ultimately wanna provide great client service while being entirely compliant.
0: Great. Well, that feels like a really great segue into the next question that we always get when we're prepping for this event every month is ROI. How, do, how does, how, talk, talk about how you help a firm Understand and justify um, the investment and the ROI of adding a technology like Cosmolex?
1: Yeah. So the ROI for every firm is going to be different. Um, With Cosmolex, we always come into every conversation with a potential buyer where we say, um, why is Cosmolex not a good fit for you? How is it going to be in your best interest to stay exactly where you are? Because that's going to provide the least amount of pain for you um, and that's going to allow you to keep operating exactly as you are. There's not going to be a transition period. You're not going to have to learn anything new. So if you are happy where you are, great. But if you're not happy, let's talk about that. A lot of folks look specifically at their accounts receivable. So think about how much you have in AR right now. How easy would it be to integrate with WallPay, be able to send an invoice uh, and have someone pay that online just like they do with any of their other major bills? Yeah, you could reduce your AR pretty substantially. Um, What about client communication? How are you securely communicating with clients? If you think it's with email, no, you're not. Email's not secure. If you think your email is secure, how do you know what they're using? How are you protecting your client confidentiality uh, or maintaining client confidentiality? Um, And in terms of the actual spend, think about how much time you're spending on reconciling, on putting uh, data in two separate systems, whether that's your practice management and your accounting system, or two separate accounting systems. How much time does that take? Who on staff is doing it? And what are you paying them per hour? How much time could you get back? So there are a lot of different ways to measure ROI, but I would say for most people, um, looking at what it's gonna take to continue to practice the exact way that they are, whether that's buying a new server, uh, having issues with the way their data is stored and managed, having issues with um, collecting money quickly and having that fully reconciled in your system, whatever it happens to be, there's a way to manage ROI at Cosmolex.
0: Love it. Any other um, kind of best practices that you recommend firms consider when they're selecting a software or a new technology?
1: Oh, absolutely. So whether you choose Cosmolex or not, it's really important to think about what you need in your firm. If your firm is the type of firm where you want to hand write bills and send notes to people every single month, you want people to actually call in and talk to someone on your staff. And there are law firms that do this. If that's what you need, um, then you need to be really careful about the software you choose. And I would tell you Cosmolex is not the right fit for you. Um, if you really want, uh, two separate systems because you just are absolutely in love with QuickBooks, despite (laughs) the fact that it's not legal accounting software, but you just love QuickBooks. Maybe your grandfather was one of the founding members of, uh, QuickBooks. I don't know. Um, then I'm going to tell you that Cosmolex is not the right fit for you. But if you're looking at software, look at what your law firm really needs. What are the, what are the core values of your firm? Um, what's the mission of your firm? If your firm doesn't have a mission, I would, su- I would strongly recommend um, thinking about who you're serving, why you're serving them, and what the goalposts to getting there are. And what technology can you use, can you implement to help get you there faster? And then what ethical issues are you running into? Whether that's um, issues with a SaaS provider or a software as a service provider or a cloud-based solution, um, whether that's data security and backups, whether you're really concerned about ransomware what solutions are gonna provide you with the best answers. But here's what you really need to know. Um, One, where's your data stored? Who owns your data? Um, How quickly can you get your data back? And is your software provider GDPR compliant? You need to know the answers to all four of those questions.
0: Yeah, those are great. Um, Also, another great segue into Let's talk a little bit more about that transition that you've mentioned and you've got data, whether it's in an Excel spreadsheet or in a maybe installed software that's back on the server in the office and you're now working from home, whatever the situation, how do you facilitate or what should people think about um, kind of the integrity of their data and really their, their practice, their business, moving that all over so that they don't lose that history.
1: Yeah. Great question. Well, let me back up just two steps to tell you sort of what Cosmolex is and what data you can, um, th- that we facilitate the move up, right? So in Cosmolex, we manage your uh, clients, all of your contact information, who they are, names, email addresses, all of that, your emails, um, the documents that they give to you and the documents that you create, your work product, um, your calendars, your tasks, all of that practice management data plus all of your accounting data. So your accounts receivable, accounts payable, your balances, we uh, can uh, have your bank feed directly into Cosmolex. All of the normal reports that an accountant or bookkeeper would pull for you, you can run in Cosmolex. In addition to all of the things like uh, fee allocation reports, you know, um, client generated uh, reports based on fees collected uh, or fees outstanding. Um, Any way that you are going to operate your business, Cosmolex is going to be able to, in most cases, provide you a financial report that will provide you insight into that. So with all of that in mind, that's a tremendous amount of data, right? (laughs) That's stuff that you can't get wrong, you've got to protect it. So what we do at Cosmolex is we actually have an internal team. We never outsource the transition of data from one solution to another solution um, when it comes to your basic uh, client data and your financial data. We do that for you. Um, so what we do is we've got this wonderful team that we've built up over the course of the past, about a decade, uh, where we subsidize drastically the cost to move data from one process or one system to another. And we'll do it about three times. We'll do a test run to make sure everything looks right and that all the fields are matching up. We'll do it again to make sure that it's right. And then we do it a third time generally that's live. Um, so you're, you are, as the user, uh, have a tremendous amount of visibility to what's coming in, where it's going to go, and to make sure that it works. So your job is just to look at it, check it off, make sure you can run the reports that you need, but it's our job to make sure that it works. Um, And because it's us moving data to Cosmolex, you know that we're going to do it the right way. Um, And that sort of gets into why folks stay with us. I mean, we have have long-term clients.
0: Great. Right. Um, one thing that, y- that you mentioned that sort of brought to mind something we didn't talk about was sort of what you did before you worked at Cosmolex. Um, you mentioned that you are a lawyer, um, mm-hmm. but tell us a little bit about your previous role. And specifically, I kind of want to get to some of the trust accounting. You mentioned that three-way reconciliation. I, I just kind of want to touch on that really quickly and talk about how Cosmolex kind of provides a solution there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, I'm an attorney. I went to Campbell Law School in Raleigh, North Carolina, and when I graduated, I started working for the North Carolina Bar Association. I'd worked there in the past, um, but I was a practice management advisor, uh, and then I was a CLE manager for a while. So, my entire uh, career at the Bar Association was seven years. So, throughout that time, I created CLE programs and presented them to lawyers. I worked with lawyers on the install of technology in their law offices. In fact, y'all, I used to educate people on CLIO. Um, Did you know that? I, I went through the whole training to become a CLIO certified consultant um so uh i did that i um i actually won a fast case 50 award which by the way the fast case 50s are out so. i saw it today out today yep okay. yes i'm i'm a previous fast case 50 winner um <laughs> i can i can count that one day a year that's a big deal Um, You know, I worked with Bar Association to bring that company up to speed in terms of moving from an older version of Outlook to a new version, a new document management system. We moved um, to a different version of World Docs. So when it comes to advising lawyers and technology, I was very agnostic. Um, And I come to this position at Cosmolex in that same way. I've been in the world of law practice management tech for a decade now. And so understanding what's out there and understanding what's going to work for a firm and why it will or won't work is something I really pride myself on and helping people find the right solutions is um, the core of my identity at Cosmolex. And sometimes Cosmolex is the answer and sometimes it's not. Um, And we always want to make sure that And my perspective is, I'm talking to other legal professionals. I want to make sure that they, and folks on the the AMA here, have the ability to do their job the right way, because I'd never want someone to mislead me. Practicing law, you're you're protecting people's life, liberty, or property, one way or the other. Um, And no one should ever try to get you into the wrong software because they want to make money. It's way too important for that.
0: And I can I can testify. I have heard not just Joyce, but others on your team as well. You guys really are committed to finding uh, finding people who are are a good fit for your software and technology, and really helping them be as successful as practice, rather than than just to try to get a, a what are they a square peg in a round hole. I think yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, in like maybe 30 seconds. Is there anything you want to say about three-way reconciliation for um, IOLTA compliance?
1: We do it. We do it and make it just about as seamless and automated as possible.
0: There you go. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Great. Um, Kind of finally, um, the last questions that we tend to get these days are about kind of work from home. And I know Cosmolex is a distributed team. You're in North Carolina. I know that the um, HQ is kind of up in New Jersey. And now that you've got folks also out in Nebraska since you merged with um, the TABS3 group. So Is this the first time you have worked in that way, and is there anything good or not so good that surprised you, delighted you, disappointed you, and any best practices you want to share?
1: Uh, Yeah, so this is the first time the entire organization has been work from home, but we've always been able to do it. So we have uh, requirements. If you want to work from home and just say, hey, I'm having a work from home day, I've got a plumber coming, or I've got, got to pick up my kid from school early, whatever it is, we've always facilitated that. Um, what we require is a high-speed internet connection and a quiet place to take a phone call if you have that you can work from home um, in terms of what has delighted me is how honestly this is such a weird time in the entire world but how flexible the entire world seems to be when uh, my four-year-old runs in with you know a snotty nose and I've got to you know take care of that for a moment the ability that to that people have, been able to, um, let me rephrase, people's humanity has been on display more than ever. Um, we aren't just robots who go to work. We are spherical beings who have needs and desires that extend far beyond our workday. And the fact that everyone has been so gracious and accommodating as these two worlds collide, it, it's fantastic. And I, I hope that we can, as a society, continue to be as accepting of the both sides of people their personal life and their work life um in terms of what's been challenging four-year-olds running in with snotty noses
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been really well, that i feel like we brought it right back around to where we started like yeah. uh start from kindness right uh the world has proven itself to be maybe a little bit kinder and gentler and more patient than we thought uh, a year ago and i'm grateful for that aspect of this otherwise kind of kind of strange time but um i think those are those are great aspects to point out about this Hi listeners thanks for joining Beyond the Payment I hope you're enjoying this pre-recorded episode from 2020 Coming soon we'll be releasing fresh cuts recorded this year like and subscribe so you don't miss out on those. And stick around. The lightning round is ahead where I put my guests in the hot seat. Okay, here we are at the, the moment everyone is, has been waiting for, the lightning round. We do this every time. Um, I've got 10 questions, Joyce. I'm going to set my timer for 60 seconds. Okay. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them fly. So, ready? Set, yes. go uh favorite candy bar uh crunch bars beach or mountain vacation
1: mountain
0: oh me too favorite legal tech event or virtual event
1: oh it was always aba tech show in
0: chicago yeah uh your dream car
1: Oh, um, it was just like really awful 1994 yellow Corvette. It was the Pace car at the Indy 500. I sat in it when I was like 14 years old and I (laughs) loved that car. It was purple and yellow and so cool.
0: (laughs) Zoom, Google Hangouts or Microsoft Teams? Always Zoom. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: See, now I'm going to change my candy bar answer. It would be York Peppermint Patty.
0: Favorite fictional lawyer or legal related character
1: Oh, this is so cliche. it's
0: Atticus Fitch. Of course it is yes I mean, favorite I mean, favorite sports team um definitely the UNC targets and your favorite law pay team member.
1: Oh oh, she's not even on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Amanda
0: it's Samantha. It's Sam Youngblood. It's- oh Yay. Sam's one of my favorites as well. Listen, I knew that I had no chance of, um, winning it. Um, at Cosmolex, I know that it's like a three-way tie for Valerie, uh, Shannon or Janelle. I know that I'm, I'm like seventh on the list. So it's nice to know that Sam is up there in the top five as well. Oh,
1: fantastic. Okay. Did we make it?
0: You made it just, um, I turned off the buzzer, but you were right in under the wire. So great great job. Um, and so thank you so much to you for joining us today, Joyce. It's been, it's been a real treat. I think this was, um, good information and kind of heartwarming as well, which we could certainly all use a little more of that in our lives. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of beyond the payment. I want to thank my co-producers, Keely Leonard and Jen Curtis and a round of applause for Ryan Berry, who wrote our original theme song. If you liked what you listened to today, please like and subscribe to Beyond the Payment. Thanks again for listening. I'm Amanda Hike. We'll catch you next time.